Hello and welcome to Subcultured, a podcast exploring subcultures from around the world. I'm your great overlord, Jake Brennan, and I'm joined by fellow eldritch deities, Joanna Graham. Greetings, mortals. Ben Hymans. Beam me up, Scotty. And Jacob Abbott. Take me to your leader. <laughs> My days, I have never heard a more threatening group of greetings. Hey guys, <laughs> so here's a question I'm just going to put out there. Has anyone ever looked at, say, the pyramids? and thought to themselves, wow, how can, back in the day when our main resource were an army of slaves, a bit of rope, and I don't know, a twig, (laughs) able to build such amazing feats of architecture, whilst in today's day and age, we can't even plug up a sinkhole in Greater Manchester. Doesn't that make you sort of question, did we get a hand? I mean, Joe, if you had to pick a famous old relic of a structure that looks a little bit fishy, like, you know, did we get that? You know, what, what would it be? Hmm, that's an interesting question. I think Stonehenge is a good one. That's one actually, it's linked to our topic today anyway, because people reckon aliens maybe put that there. Well, that is a good point. Maybe we had some help. I mean, Jacob, if you had to pick a famous landmark in the world that you thought, you know, how on earth did we get this, but we're still struggling with vegan sausage rolls, what would that be? You know what? I'm going to have to go for the classic, the Easter Island heads. Oh. They're really interesting. Yeah, they don't even look fucking human. And I asked this today because I've heard some very interesting things on the internet that maybe, and just maybe, we were visited by another people to help us put up our very over-elaborate curtain rails. And that brings us to the subject of today's podcast episode, which is ancient aliens. Which in layman's terms, which I'm just going to assume just means I didn't research this thing before we started recording, means aliens that came to us when we were an early monkey people and then helped us build some stuff. But, you know, I don't know Jack on the subject, and I'm hoping to learn a little bit more today with our expert today, Ben Hymans. Hi, Ben. Hello. Well, what can I tell you about ancient aliens? What can you tell me about ancient aliens, Ben? I'll tell you what I can tell you about ancient aliens, Jake. Ancient aliens is the idea that aliens not only exist and have not only visited us, but have been visiting Earth since the dawn of history. These aliens have influenced historic events, architectural sites, religion, and possibly even politics. Does that mean that dinosaurs are aliens? Entirely possible. And maybe the meteor that came to wipe them out was sent by other aliens. (gasps) I mean, have you ever looked at a gerbil and thought, yeah, that's from here. That's from this part of the world. I've heard people say comments about the entire continent of Australia. There's some weird (laughs) things living over there. (laughs) Maybe that's where Nigel Farage and Piers Morgan have come from. (laughs) (laughs) some of these beliefs have become so popular that they even produced a tv series and documentary which has now been around for an awful long time and i'm sure we've all seen the aliens meme aliens (laughs) so i suppose i'm gonna kick it off today if you want to look out the windows on your left we're gonna talk about some well-known alien theories now have you heard of the nazca lines in peru no are they something from lord of the rings They're very similar to Nazgul, Nazca, and Peru is a very beautiful country, very similar to New Zealand. I don't know if that's going to get me in trouble saying that, but hey, here we go. (laughs) It's too late now, it's staying in. (laughs) We've already mentioned Pierce Morgan and Nigel Farage. I think, you know, mistaking a little continent isn't going to be the worst thing. So the Nazca lines are a series of line drawings that span 19 square miles, and that's an awful long way to think that these were made thousands of years ago. I couldn't imagine carving something for 19 miles let alone something that's so large that you can only really view it from an altitude of 1,500 feet. 
I don't think they had a ladder that tall to sit someone up there and have a look at what they were doing. So it really does raise the question, how did they coordinate making these drawings? Slaves. Slaves. Mm. Well, it's, it's a good idea. They stacked the slaves on top of each other until they had like a really tall slave pyramid. And then they would be able pyramid. to see... Pyramid. You said pyramid. It, it, oh. it all adds up. But who then made the slave pyramid? More slaves. More slaves. More yeah. slaves. It's, it's always more slaves. <laughs> now, when you say a pyramid, do you mean like a cheerleader pyramid? Exactly, yeah. One that's 1,500 feet high. Cool. Jesus. How many people do you need for that? Well, if the average person, going back a few thousand years, obviously, people generally agree that we are taller now, so about five foot. So what would? <laughs> oh, we're going into the math. So 1,500 feet divided by five feet would require... 300 people straight up but we're talking a pyramid here yeah exactly. so we need 300 people as a base and yeah. then it will go let's go 300 times 150 45,000 slaves i reckon as a rough estimate although that might be a 2d pyramid i'm not sure how stable that is <laughs> we're talking on top of a mountain there's wind speeds to take into account i never claim to be a slave engineer well, I'm very sceptical that, you know, a good use of resource would be this when you could just say, hey, hey, alien overlord, could you make us a pretty picture of a bird, thanks? Yeah. Well, that's what some people have said. There are actually over 70 pictures of animals and humans carved into the side of this mountain. And a general theory is that it were made by some form of deity at the time. What? And a lot of people believe that this deity may have actually been an alien. The humans have been noted to look a lot like famous depictions of aliens with larger eyes, taller heads. Um, all sorts of crazy proportions. What were the animals that were depicted? Birds, a lot of flight creatures. Which aliens would be familiar with because yeah. they live in mm, the sky. Exactly. Maybe they are birds. A lot of people think that some form of flight must have been involved in creating these pictures, and who better to fly than aliens that have come here from across the universe? Wow. So what about the people who believe? I've only really ever referred to them as believers. Not to be confused with believers. Very mm. different cultures. Although, I wouldn't be surprised if Justin Bieber was an alien. You're saying that the believer, the, the believe, I can't even make the believer believer pun. It just doesn't roll <laughs> off the tongue. I'm a believer, I couldn't leave her even if I tried. Because he's one of your alien overlords and helps sustain your economy and wealth. Okay, so, that's the Nazca lines. That's a pretty straightforward one that a lot of people hear about. We're going to go even higher of a scale now. The Great Pyramids. Everyone's mm. heard of the Great Pyramids. They're great. But like, how, how does anyone argue anything other than they were built by many, many, many slaves? They don't always argue that it wasn't built by slaves, but the knowledge of how to get the slaves, the tools, the structures they need in order to build these great structures was given to them by aliens. The cranes, the idea of rolling logs, things like that. Aqueducts are now being claimed to have been involved. And this is an ancient civilization doing this. I believe someone compared it to the pyramids were as ancient to the Romans as the Romans are ancient to us. Wow. And that's a very interesting oh. way of looking at it. These pyramids are very old. Mm. I mean, Jacob, you do science. You know, how <laughs> feasible... I mean, it's forensic science, but I'm assuming it's more science than any of us can do. How feasible it would be that mankind wouldn't figure this out on its own? The thing is, we probably do know how this is created because we still have half-finished blocks and obelisks and stuff, and they wrote a lot about it. So how would having half-finished... I don't understand how half-finished things means they understand how they did it. Because you can see how they carved things out of sandstone or what tools they used. Oh. Look, I'm not interested in debunking theories. I want to know more about these <laughs> mental aliens who decided yes, to do this man, stuff. Yes, man, take that. <laughs> aliens! Aliens! 
suck it, Jacob. Stop Aliens. I, I'm so sorry. Even if the tools and methods used to construct the Great Pyramids could be explained by science and reason, how do you explain that the pyramids align with celestial bodies in the sky of some significance? Would they have done when they were built, though? Ooh, I imagine so. I think it takes thousands and thousands and thousands, a couple more thousands of years to unalign the sky. Does it? I thought it would be approximately maybe, I don't know, 6,000 years or so. I don't know. Well, guys, the important question is, what were the pyramids for? For all we know, this could have been just sort of like the alien equivalent of just setting up a hole in the ground to take a dump. And as far as we know, we've built an entire culture around this idea that we've made some giant space toilet. As far as space toilets go, obviously, if you have one space toilet, you're going to want one on every continent. Mm. And this takes us to the next point. There are many other examples of pyramids across the globe that would have had been from civilizations with no contact with each other. Which, it could mean one of two things. It either means that stacking stones in a pyramid shape is a great way of stacking stones and having them not fall over for a really, really long time. Or, aliens. Aliens have been in contact <laughs> and aliens influenced all of these different civilizations. I mean, it sounds a lot more likely. I'm 100% backing the aliens route. It's feasible and makes sense, and anyone who said otherwise, they've not had enough soy in their milk. We're going to next go to another slightly less famous pyramid, but still just as great. We're going to Teotihuacan. Teotihuacan. Teotihuacan? Teotihuacan. Well, this is a shambles. It's Teotihuacan. Teotihuacan. Tetuacan. Tetuacan. Boom. Tetuacan. Tetuacan. Pyramid example from Mexico. Mexico. It was built over centuries by a mix of ancient cultures, and this is quite interesting because the pyramids, obviously everyone's Egyptians, pyramids. Multiple cultures took it in turns to build this great pyramid in Mexico. Surely there must have been some kind of driving force for them to do that. There must have been some kind of overruling body, maybe, that kept coming back and going, you leave that as it is now. It is quite a large pyramid. It was built to house 100,000 people, and it is often considered to be more technologically developed than should have been possible for the time. Alien. Different pyramid, different side of the world, completely different cultures. There are links to celestial bodies with the placement. So what? I still don't really understand what that means. So that means that they line up with stars in the sky of some significance, where obviously there's patterns that we follow from our ancient history. You've got Orion's belt from Men in Black and other historical references. <laughs> Ryan's belt from Men in... Famously from Men in Black. <laughs> famously from Men in Black. So this isn't more or less a subculture, but a subculture made up of lots of different cultures who have secretly been swayed by aliens. Exactly. It's one greater society that have higher knowledge of what really our history is and the greater influences. And as extra proof, with Tia who Clip it in from previously when we got it right. It'll be fine. It'll be great. <laughs> Uses a material called mica in their constructions, and mica is specifically known for its heat and radiation shielding properties. Now, that's very interesting when you consider why would they be using that material? There's so many other easier materials to get, but it's got heat and radiation shielding properties, the kind of things you would need if you're interacting with a spaceship. Whoa. Oh? What is mica? It's a rock. I can tell Does you that much. Cool? I mean, yeah. Okay, so Mika seems to be a famous English recording artist who came with various <laughs> And he songs, was like... essential to the building of Mexican pyramids. He himself mm. very well may be an alien. We just don't know. That's a really cool looking rock. Mm. Oh, we're talking about an actual rock. I'm looking at Mika's face. 
I think that is a very valid point that a lot of cultures end up picking up this pyramid shape. And I think, you know, the Egyptians, the Mayans, all with no connection to each other. Are there any other pyramid ones? Or better yet, are there any other weird alien-esque structures that we are convinced are alien? There's two more things to do with specifically alien architecture that I really want to bring up. First one, I believe someone already mentioned it so far, Stonehenge. Way, Lads, lads, lads. Some popular theories are that it actually works as a model solar system or even an alien landing pad. Why would... Why would they need a landing pad if they could just land in a massive open field? Well, because the bottom of a ship may have delicate, sensitive equipment or... So why would you want rocks to land on? <laughs> it could be the equivalent of an alien sort of winch, for all we know. It's like, guys, we need to fix this undercarriage. Oh, just pop it on some rocks. There we go. Bam, bam, bam. Sorted, <laughs> lads. Exactly. Boom, entire culture influenced. But yeah, we, the way you're looking at it there, Joe, is, oh, we've built an advanced landing pad for an advanced mm. space. No, they've broken down in the arse end of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like like me if Jacob went on a big holiday, then Jacob's chugging his big can of Kool-Aid and just chucks it out the window. A group of ants now reveres that Kool-Aid can as a new haven mecca of sweet, vibrant juices. Are you... Are you inferring that the citizens of Somerset are ants? But ants blessed with the Kool-Aid of the gods. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ants that unfortunately have their entire sort of cultural influence swayed by what could be considered space trash. <laughs> I like thinking of Stonehenge as potential space trash. I like to think they just did it to fuck with us. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Now, on the subject of flying spaceships and architecture, we're now going to go a little bit further back across the planet to India where there are these ancient technologies mentioned in multiple written texts called Vimana. And Vimana are described as flying palaces or chariots, machines piloted by gods. And that's a very interesting way to describe things. They've been written to even travel to the moon or further. A lot of drawings of these Vimana actually often picture them as pyramids or the tops of pyramids flying away. Interesting. It's only in the late like, 20s that science fiction ever comes back as a thing. And even today, some people can't even write science fiction. Stephen Moffat. And we kind <laughs> of... And, uh, so having it, <laughs> having it back then does kind of make you think, what influenced that? That's a very good question. It could have not been influenced at all. Obviously, we have a lot of sci-fi and alien fiction these days. Maybe this is just ancient Hindu fiction. Maybe we're looking at a case of Indian comic books and, and just not even realising it. <laughs> Or maybe it is influenced by something greater. I seem to remember reading about this, actually. I want to say Vimana originally just meant palaces. And then later on, it got associated with gods. And then it became more spiritual and kind of magical. Magical or scientific. We're not dabbling in magic here, Jacob. We're (laughs) talking about cold, hard facts about alien science. It makes you think that, you know, one day in our great expanse in the future that we somehow accept the vegan sausage roll and go into space, that we can eventually reach a planet that isn't as developed as our own, leave some crap behind, and then suddenly an entire religion is born from the crap we leave behind. There is actually a book, what's it called? Roadside Picnic? I think it's called a Russian book, where aliens come and land on the planet and then leave again, and they're essentially trash, like they've just left picnic bits behind, is so advanced to us we can't actually comprehend it. My god, I feel that's so spot on. I mean, that explains what Stonehenge mm. and the Peak District. And the Peak District. <laughs> I mean, why would they just throw mountains there? I mean, they're pretty pyramid looking. Am I right, guys? One speculated thing among the Believer Society, 
And Mrs. Womba has influenced a number of, again, very popular cultural references. Hopefully not getting too into anything controversial here, but Nazi Germany. Oh. Another common cultural reference is that Nazi Germany were experimenting with alien technology, which they had found in ancient ruins across the world. This shows up in Marvel films. They have that at the start of four. I mean, Stan Lee was pretty spot on on his Stan uh, Lee was pretty fact. spot on. And Nazi UFOs are a common claim to have existed, appearing in a great deal of fiction, and a lot of people reference that they must have been experimenting on remains of ancient alien spaceships to be able to figure out how to make these flying machines. That goes forward in time again to a lot of people recommend doing the same thing at Area 51, working on ancient mm. alien uh, technologies. Slightly less ancient, obviously they think it crashed in the 50s sometime. But it also links back to Ones they made in Nazi Germany allegedly look like the flying saucers that you see in common sci-fi fiction. So which way does that link? Sometimes I wonder if it's easier for people to believe in aliens than it is to believe that humanity is capable of great cruelty and innovation. Mm. Mm. I think that's probably a large part of it, to be honest. I just like to think that entire time they were fucking around with space trash. Space trash. What does this can do? What is in this can? <laughs> well, I mean, because the vast majority of it is stone, it's more like space Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> but is is that just us trying to replicate what we've seen in stone? Like, go back 10,000 years, give a caveman a Brita filter, see what he does with it. Oh my god, give that man a selfie stick and just see how he <laughs> revolutionizes narcissism. I like how you could have just gone for slightly better fire, but no, you went for Brita filters. <laughs> Anyway, how about we take a, a whiz break, put the clutch down and sort of break up because I need to have another sip of this pot and it's ain't going to drink itself. Uh, how's that sound for all you guys? Good. Cool. Fantastic. Fantastic. Ah, right. That was quite nice. So... I don't have any fast facts about this, because, I mean, we were all speculating, and, you know, we all have some solid evidence, but, you know, I want to know a little bit more. Fast facts. To be fair, I don't have any fast facts. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got religion and politics. <laughs> Jesus Christ, guys, we literally put this thing in, and we happened to hit the one subject that didn't have a vast amount of fast facts. I mean, it just doesn't have a vast amount of facts in the first place, so... We can make some up. We can make some up. Fast facts. Aliens are cool. Black death. Caused by aliens? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Ancient Japan had sort of cone hats to protect them from the sun, but they look a little bit pyramidy, don't you think? Can we prove that those hats were not lined with tinfoil to protect them from the aliens' mind control rays? Oh. Can you prove that pizza isn't secretly a pyramid, but two-dimensional? Two-dimensional pyramids True. are confirmed. If you look at the pyramids on Google Maps, they look awfully pizza-shaped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, they're kind of square-shaped. You can get square pizzas. Oh, it's all connected. What? Here's something for you. If you were an ancient alien race, or we'd gone to the stars, and you had to help another culture build something, from our great knowledge, what would it be? Joe, what's your hot take on this? This is hard, because I can't... I'm not very handy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I could build them an Ikea cabinet, provided I had all the pieces and an instruction (laughs) manual. That's about the best I can do. I could leave them my iPhone. That's maybe what I'd do. That's actually a very interesting... It's a bit of a segue, but we like a good segue. Have you ever watched <laughs> Iron Skies? No. Yes. yes. That's, yes. that's a film based on what if Nazi Germany, using captured alien technologies, went to the moon and hid at the end of World War II 
and they built more flying ships, but they couldn't have the computing power to power them until they stole someone's iPhone. Wow. That sounds like such a crap movie. I love it's, it. It's awful. <laughs> it's so bad. Isn't Sarah Palin the president in that yes. movie? What? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it's so fucking mental. It hurts. Jacob, so if you had to drop some piece of tech or build something for some, for an alien race, what would it be? Hmm. You should just mess with them. <laughs> <laughs> just wow. like, under like under the biggest mountain they have, just bury like a dog in a crown, <laughs> something like that. Something just weird. And it, so, in a thousand years' time, they're looking and go, "What the hell was going on back then?" So hmm. I have a reference for this as well, and I don't have it quite handy because I didn't expect it to come up, but. <laughs> There was an instance where somebody found, in a fossilised rock that had been underground for thousands of years, an iron tool that should not have been that deep or that fossilised. It was just oh, in there, geez. in the rock. They broke open a rock, and there's a tool in there. So this is a pre-Iron Age iron tool. It's scary that this is legitimately le- making me think. <laughs> think maybe. Just, just... <laughs> maybe it's aliens. Right. The London Hammer. Texas time travel or simple scientific explanation. It was found in London, Texas in 1936 by Max Hahn and his wife while they're out walking. They literally just found it in the middle of a rock. This tool that should not have existed was found inside of a 400 million year old rock. How did that get there? Is it ancient aliens playing a joke? I'm not sure. It can't be much of a joke as calling a place in Texas London. (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm looking at the article here, and it just say it's stylistically consistent with typical American tools manufactured in that period, implying that it just fell into something that then petrified. Bullshit, that's uh, the government hiding it from you, Jacob. How could it petrify that quickly? Oh, magic. Magic, no, not magic. Alien science. Wouldn't it be funny, though, if we found aliens, and it turned out they didn't have any science, they had magic? Well, to be honest, if you went back even a hundred years and showed them an iPhone, I mean, that is magic. Having a black screen that can suddenly just become a video or talk to people across the world, I mean, that is magic. Yeah. Christ, go back 50 years and show them and they'll freak out. Go back 20 years. Just go and hang out with Einstein and go, hey, I've got a little couple of inch rectangle in my pocket. And from that, you can look up all of humanity's knowledge. How does that make mm. you feel, Einstein? <laughs> <laughs> Except you wouldn't be able to prove it to Einstein because there'd be no internet. Oh my god, there's no Wi-Fi. Oh. We should not have gone back in time. This was a mistake. <laughs> no. It was a mistake, but hey, you can at least get Einstein down with the cookie clicker and other, oh, fa- other, other favourite favorite mobile games. But what if, as you land, you kill Einstein and then have to become him? Ooh. Almost like, you know, like where you become your own father. In all those science things. <laughs> what, what if ancient aliens are just us from the future? Oh. <sighs> Mind blown. Okay, Ben, so if you had to go to another alien world and had to sort of drop or make something for them, what would that be? Oh, that's a difficult one. It's either mm. going to be... Obviously, at this point, we've obviously got the ability to travel through the stars and stuff. So we're going to yeah. be quite technical in advance. So pretty much anything in my imagination, I'm going to say we're going to give them that. It's either going to be... Whiskey distillery, because that's just a great idea. Or the knowledge <laughs> to build giant mecha robots. Or both. Ooh. Both. I'm going both. That's a recipe wow. for disaster, surely. Getting them drunk and then giving them <laughs> death bots. But imagine the money we could make by televising it. <laughs> oh my day. Hey, how do we know our world isn't televised? Like Stonehenge was just, you know, a bit of a piss take. Are we being Truman showed? 
Well, I don't know. Is that that or Big Brother where they just think, hey, wouldn't it be fucking funny, right, if we just opened up their ozone randomly and then closed it again? Don't give them any more reason to deny climate change. (laughs) They will have any excuse. Is this why the world's going to shit? Is this why global warming's a thing? Because Anton Deck didn't get enough star in the Bush Tucker trial. (laughs) Maybe, yeah. Maybe it's a case of they're just thinking we're having a bit of a downturn on the views. So let's kind of put up it a little bit. Let's put some complete moron child puppet thing in charge of the most powerfulest country in the world. And let's just see how much they can fucking get away with. Hashtag Donald Trump alien. Fact. (laughs) Well, that does lead us into an interesting one. If aliens have been around for this long, then how do we know they aren't still influencing us? Because the ancient aliens evolved very naturally into the lizard people theory about our own Mm. government, which is that our government is actually being controlled by lizard people Mm. from space. Also featured in the second Iron Skies movie. Oh my (laughs) days. How else do we explain Brexit? Exactly. If not just aliens fucking with us. It's exactly. like, let's make them leave, then make them change their mind a bit, and then let's just keep them in a really awkward middle ground for as long as we can until we reach the season finale, and then let's drop a fucking banger on them. We've talked a lot about the theories, but what about the people, you know? Who's the guy? I know him from the memes, the aliens guy, but who is he? Someone enlighten me. Good old Giorgio Tuscacalis. Yes. That's, <laughs> I, I assume that's the man. The one with the big hair. Yeah. Yes. The one yes. that... If you've seen the full meme, is being slowly abducted. <laughs> yes. Over yes. over the series of his show. His show also titled <laughs> Ancient Aliens, I believe. Mm. Ah, we should have him on. Quick, Jacob, <laughs> how quickly can you do an impression of him? Oh, I I wouldn't even try. That's the thing. <laughs> I just end up insulting everyone. He used to be a uh, a bodybuilding promoter. Oh, so that's a changing career. It is really, isn't it? Unless aliens are super buff. Oh, that's a horrible thought, isn't it? It's got jacked. Are protein <laughs> shakes alien mind control devices? I mean, we were all short back in the day. Maybe, you know, when they got to Roswell and they were all like skinny great men that were like, shit, guys, you know, we got to get a bit ripped. So, you know, the next time we have first contact, they'll be like, sup, brah, sup. And just like flexing the entire time to be like, look how strong we are, brah. So we're in some kind of interstellar bodybuilding competition with an ancient yeah. alien race. I mean, we're obviously <laughs> doing very well. I'm pretty sure 100% of... Mr. Universe, Miss Universe winners have been human, so I think we're going we're going pretty <laughs> mm. well. Go team. That you're aware of at least. Yeah, I'm not so confident. Have you guys seen Gary Stridham? Google Gary Stridham. Gary Stridham. Oh my days. That ain't human. <laughs> that actually reminds me an awful lot of the bug alien from First Men in Black film. <laughs> oh, of course, God. of course it does. <laughs> of course it does. That is important historical documentation, Joanna. I don't it know is. why you're laughing about it. It is. Oh, hey, this is totally random, but it is related to the topic of aliens. Who here has seen the Anton Deck alien autopsy movie? No. I haven't. I remember hearing what? about that. It's so good. It's honestly amazing. Basically, Ant and Deck, they fake an alien autopsy because they've found an actual alien autopsy video footage and they need to prove that it's real, so they try and make their own, basically. And it's just Ant and Deck. It's, it's just fantastic. You're telling me that, and this is going to be the one thing I find really hard to believe in this entire episode, that Ant and Deck had an acting career. They did. And it's actually good. <laughs> hey, they were in Biker Grove back in the day. Yeah, Famously. they were. Uh, well, in what? Sorry, Jacob. I think you mispronounced that. I think, I oh, think it's like a, a groove. Like a groove. Yeah. 
where one of them was blind, if I remember right. I think he got blinded by a paintball in like the last episode. I think I remember oh, that. that was, was like it, yeah. a, a warning against dicking around with paintball guns. <laughs> of all the things, oh my god, Ant just had like some weird cornrows thing going mm. on. <laughs> you think back to that sort of time in TV history and you go, oh, they put so many things in there like, oh, don't mess around with paintball guns, you'll blind your friend. And now they've taken that all away, I think. You don't see as much in TV these days. And the kids are eating Tide Pods and it's all gone to shit. Hey, remember when, like, well, yesterday when someone decided to do a bird box challenge by driving blind into traffic that somehow made eating Tide Pods better? Mm. This is what aliens are doing to us, guys. They're finding interesting ways to influence the younger generation to doing stupid, dumb shit to see what humans all do. And it's all Anton Deck's fault. (laughs) It is. They got really bored telling us to make things, and now they're just kind of like, okay, so... We had the 2012 Olympics, we made them make that god-awful big piece of crap, and they loved it because, of course, they're human. Um, What should we do now? Uh, Make them eat Tide Pods. Fuck it. Don't care. The the question is, has anyone eaten Tide Pods while blindfolded yet? Mm, Why would you? It takes away the joy. (laughs) The joy. Of seeing. The visual joy. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's like people say that smell is a good proportion of your taste. Well, what about sight? Sight's got to go into it too somewhere. And those colours, those nice bright colours. Yeah. Okay, so it's hit that time in the episode again where I'm actually a little bit ashamed that we haven't brought this up before. Ancient penis culture and aliens. Which one got it right? Ancient penis culture, which one got it right? Exactly. Out of all the statues, all the fertility gods, all the things, do you reckon is the most realistic to the alien wang? Hmm. Is this carbon-based alien life or...? That's a thing. It It could be whatever it is. Well, that's the thing. We don't know what they look like. They could be gaseous for all we know that's true they might not even have wangs if you're ever on google and want to kill some time just google fertility statues you get some proper goodens you might end up on some sort of list though <laughs> yeah but it's probably the same list indiana jones is on so you're probably not too <laughs> too bad off he's a fictional character so <laughs> what do you mean he's a fictional character those were documentaries <laughs> he met aliens jacob he did mm. oh i completely forgot about that movie Exactly. The one that the government, the man, is telling you to forget because of fact. Well, actually, there is a theory about this where aliens and pop culture and stuff is a way of the government slowly kind of pushing the truth out there. So when they finally reveal, hey, there is actually aliens, we're kind of used to it. We're prepared. Yeah, we're prepared because we've seen little grey men on TV all the time. So what, when they were making Men in Black, they were like, okay, guys, so here are some inspiration. Not saying it's real. Loki, it is. Just kind of drop that in there so I'm not freaked out. And J.J. Abrams, or no, it was Michael Bay. Michael Bay, just put some T's in there and some explosions. People will yum it up. I'm not saying I believe it. I'm just saying that's a theory. Right. The thing is, though, I know that the U.S. Army, like the high up U.S. Army, is actually quite heavily involved with the direction of a lot of Hollywood movies. Uh So if there were aliens, that would actually make sense because... Yeah, they could easily be like, yeah, you're going to make an alien movie this year and make out that like aliens are evil and we have to kill them, or whatever, mm. whatever their oh. objective is. Oh, I'm believing in aliens now. <laughs> well, I don't know, they're getting some mixed messages because obviously you've got like Independence Day, that's mm. pure mm. America, but suddenly along the line, Star Trek comes along, and yeah. they're like, bonking aliens left, right, and centre, so it's kind of like, it just seems to change on a daily basis. I, w- I wish we could make up our minds, are we killing them or fucking them? Pick one. Why not both? I believe now is the perfect time to intersect a quote from the famous 1997 documentary Men in Black. (laughs) Agent K was quoted saying, A person is smart. People are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals, and you know it. 
This mm. is why we can't, as a wider society, know about these alien overlords that have been controlling us since the dawn of time. It just all oh. makes sense. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, what would happen if we did know? I think things would just break down, surely. The second we realise we're not alone and we're tiny in comparison, that's probably going to have a massive effect. Everybody would want to jump ship. Mm. I mean, we're all freaking out over a vegan sausage roll and how to leave the EU. I can't imagine what it's going to be like when we suddenly realise, holy shit, we're part of some big cosmic Sims game. Mm. You never know, that's the thing. I've been reading a book recently called The Psychic Sasquatch and the UFO Connection. Right. This is a real book, I've got it, which says that not only is Bigfoot psychic, but he's also in cahoots with aliens to advance society through kind of like love. Hmm. So my question is, did you find any Bigfoot-related hieroglyphics or cave paintings in your research? And if so, you know, did he help build the pyramids or...? I didn't find anything relating to Sasquatch in ancient Egypt and his, oh, yeah. his adventures on holiday. But I like the message it's promoting. We always talk about aliens as either evil overlords or people here to dominate us, or in your case, just mess around with us and hide goats in mountains for some reason. <laughs> well, what if the ancient aliens are here to promote love and peace and things like that? You know, we've come quite far as a society. We don't live in caves. We, we know how to cook food and talk to each other on the other side of the planet. Maybe none of this would have been possible without an alien's influence. Maybe it's the lack of alien influence that things going to shit. They're like, all right, guys, let's just take our hands off the wheel, see what happens. Then we could be like, hello. And oh, wait, no, no, they'll fuck it up. It's a, a lovely theory in a way. It's quite, I don't know, magical, I guess you'd say. It's like, wow, imagine this. Imagine if aliens were around. But I don't know. I, I just can't see it being real. I don't know, how would you present yourself to a primitive culture if you were these ancient aliens? How would you present yourself to Earth? I think I'd struggle. I don't particularly feel I have any demonstrable talents in the moment. Like, if you give me a bit of time, maybe I'll be able to prepare something. But right then and there, on the spot, I'm going to panic and I'm going to freeze. And that's not going to leave the best (laughs) first impression for the aliens. You can make a good cocktail, though, so that's something. Uh, That is something. (laughs) I I could probably do just about that. Again, but that needs preparation. I need the bottles on hand. If I'm just in the middle of the desert for whatever reason, and I happen upon an alien out for a stroll, I'm not going to know what to do. It's going to be awkward. It's difficult, isn't it? Because, yeah, like Ben said, you need certain tools in this modern day, I think, to demonstrate value. Mm. Like, I don't think if I said to an alien, I'm a podcaster, like, that's not going to mean much more to them than it means to my parents. Mm. not much at all are you going to whip out your iPhone to try and prove to them that it means something and they're going to whip out their Galaxy phone 20 million and be like so last year Joe what are you doing with that thing (laughs) and you're just going to feel phone shame I think you guys are taking this far too serious and far too complicated what you got to do stand back watch how they do things be like okay I understand the culture walk on in and be like Sup guys, how's it going my fellow intergalactic mates? And nip down to a Greg's, get a sausage roll, come out, and just go about your business. And then let them ask the question. Don't make a big grand reveal about it. Just just slip yourself in there like, oh yeah, I'm an alien. Oh, what's that all about? Crazy, eh? <laughs> I'm just one of you guys. Yeah, yeah just like go into someone's house and sit down, crack open a beer and be like, look, don't freak out. <laughs> Sounds very invasive, Jake. Well, at the end of the day, I'm an alien. I don't understand people's personal spaces. I'm just trying to be friendly. I, at this point, as the alien, I'm freaking out, thinking I'm going to die. I'm going to get shot. But if I try and play it cool, it's kind of like the reverse of leaving a party on the night out. You don't just announce it. You just slip away. Well, this is me just slipping on in and just being like, hey, look, I'm an alien. 
but not really, I'm just one of you guys. What you're describing here is holding him hostage, Jake. And I don't think that's gonna what? leave as good of an impression as you think it does. <laughs> I'm not, I'm just like walking about town. Breaking going around. and entering. Okay, let's take the breaking and entering out of it. I'm just gonna start walking around it's Manchester. It's difficult to do, Jake. I'll admit. do it during Comic-Con, then that way it's kind of like there's a bit of a break, and then I'll, at some point I'll be like, hey guys, check this out, magic tricks with alien technology, and be like, yeah, it's a fucking fidget spinner though, Wee. <laughs> and then at that point, I'll just let someone approach me cautiously and just be like, hello, yep, I'm an alien, let's, let's do this, thank you for not shooting me right away. Are you implying that fidget spinners, like the pyramids, are evidence of alien <laughs> contact? Well, I mean, you can't go as the obvious means of building things anymore with various global economic controlling bricks and mortar companies anymore. You've got to have other ways of influencing people, like Tide Pods and the Fidget Spinners. If you're an alien and you, you have the technology to travel across the galaxy, I think a building monopoly isn't really going to pose much of a challenge to you. Mm. So it's like, hey guys, what if we manage to get all the young people to almost commit suicide for memes? I mean, again, it does drive back to the idea that, do we matter? And I don't think we do to these aliens. They're going to come here, they're going to do what they want, and they're, they're not going to really care about the consequences because the greater alien society out there doesn't care about us humans because we're from some backwater planet. Ah, oh, they might be full of empathy. Yeah, they might be like these poor, underdeveloped humans. They hate each other. They're all racist. Well, there's going to be an advert playing like over Christmas in their <laughs> planet for just 20 Zargons a month. You can give one of these humans a fidget spinner and it distracts them yeah. from their miserable lives for a good half an hour a day. Please, this Christmas, think about the humans. It's like Sims where it's like, click, click, misclick, oh no, a volcano, Pompeii's gone, like, holy shit, 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 um, 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 undo, 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 create a cure for something. Ah. <laughs> it could all just be every natural disaster, every global disaster could just be a misclick from an alien who's just trying to have a good time, trying to keep us from killing ourselves. Well, that is another thing. I mean, it's not entirely alien. Actually, it is alien related. The idea that reality is a simulation. Have you ever seen that mm. one before? If you can imagine that a civilization is advanced enough to create a perfect simulation, that's a 50-50 chance that we're real. But if they do it once, why wouldn't they just do it a billion times? And then the chance of us being real is so small. I mean, maybe all of this is the Sims. It's an interesting concept as well, because it poses the question the other way. Well, here we are as humans thinking, oh, what if we just created simulations? If we got to the point of technological advancement that we are describing the aliens doing, what would we do as humans? I could very much see us monopolizing the have-your-own-planet business, and we would just put people in charge with these godlike tools to go and create their own societies. I could see that being something that we as humans do. I don't know. I, I think if these guys went far as saying, look, we're going to help you build a culture and a civilization and bitchin' pyramids, you know, Maybe they've got our best intentions at heart. Maybe. I'd hope so. I mean, we're still here, so... Only just... <laughs> oh, will we drink to forget? So, how about we have a little cheeky overview? Joe, what's your opinion on ancient aliens? Believe it? Don't believe it? What's your take? <laughs> I think they're cool. No, I don't... I... Mm, it's mm. difficult, because there's a lot of stuff out there which is hard to explain any other way. How about for the sake of our own credibility, we say... If you did, in caption marks, what would you think of it? If I did believe in aliens, what would I think of them? Yeah, how would you imagine they'd be? Good or bad? I like to think that they're good. But you know what? I can't believe that, really, truly. And I can't believe they're bad, either. I just, I think if there were aliens, they just wouldn't give a shit, would they? <laughs> yeah, like, they'd either be more involved or less involved. I'm quite a fan of the opinion that our lives don't matter to the aliens, and 
we're all going to be screwed at some point when they realise that they left Earth on and they need to go and do a restart <laughs> because it's all got a bit out of hand. Low game. Yeah. I was like, oh no. A really good read if you want a bit of insight into how aliens might think of us is Under the Dome by Stephen King. That's a fantastic book with a twist alien ending that just kind of summarises what are quite likely scenarios. The twist's over. <laughs> the twist's over. <laughs> I mean, it's a book from the 70s, but spoiler alert, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and Jacob, what would your thoughts be of, of, the, of the belief system of an ancient alien structure? Ah, I mean, it's a lovely theory. It lets you have some wonder in the world. I don't think it's true, but... If it was true, I think they'd probably think of us as like a scientific experiment. It's like, let's just prod them a little bit and see what happens. Let's build one thing here and see what happens in a thousand years and come back. And then the funding's gone and they don't come back. Yeah. Otherwise, they'd be here all the time, constantly kind of going, hey, here's something else, here's something else. It seems more like, let's start something and then let's just let nature take its course, do its thing. Maybe we're the test planet. Maybe there's another planet mm. out there of nearly humans, but they're better than us, they're smarter, they're sexier. They're just humans, but exaggerated in every possible better way. And we're like, we'll test on the dud batch first. I was about to end us off with some sort of deep, serious belief that, you know, it's good we're still questioning things, even if it's things that could be real, because who knows what we really know. But I kind of feel that this has now become a subculture episode about possible subcultures of aliens that decide to fuck around with Earth for shits and giggles. So if I had to have a takeaway on this, it would be that God knows what we know. I would love the idea that secretly it's just been some guy sat behind a desk just been like, oh no, I've left the oven on and it's created a civilization again. <laughs> Bugger. But all in all, an overall interesting subculture, if not a subculture of people, but a subculture of aliens. So how about we call it there, guys? Sounds good. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. Fantastic. Thank you again to all of you for listening and to our alien overlords allowing us to exist. We are the Subculture Board of Tourism, and we apologise. This has got a link here about Vulcan genitalia. I kind of feel that wasn't for the right episode. <laughs> That's my private collection.